My name is Marie, and this is Likened Unto Me, my personal scripture journey. It's always intrigued me that at the Savior's darkest hour, when Jesus Christ was suffering for our sins in the Garden of Gethsemane, that he pled, Oh, my Father, if it be possible, let this cup pass from me. Nevertheless, not as I will, but as thou wilt. So, when the Savior was suffering the most, knowing that not just his eternity, but the eternity of all mankind was at stake, he wondered if there was another way, maybe even a way out. But don't you think that if there was an easier or faster or better way to atone for the sins of all men, that God would have just gone with that plan in the first place? Why would he make his son, his perfect son, suffer more than he had to if there was some other way to do it? But there wasn't another way. And I don't think that Jesus sinned. Uh, Obviously, he didn't sin in asking if there was another way to do this. He asked, and then he turned the answer over to the Lord. We're never told in the scriptures if Jesus Christ received any other answer than just that the pain and the suffering of the atonement continued on, and an angel was sent to bear him up. There was no pause button hit to allow for negotiation between him and his heavenly father. It just continued on. The suffering and the atonement just continued for the sake of salvation of everybody. It just kept going. And for that same thing, for everyone's salvation, the son trusted that the father knew what he was doing. Jumping over to a story in the Book of Mormon, the prophet Nephi, not Nephi in first and second Nephi, but Nephi later on in Helaman, he prays to change the war that the Nephites are fighting among themselves to a famine. He says, O Lord, do not suffer that this people shall be destroyed by the sword, but O Lord, rather let there be a famine in the land to stir them up in remembrance of the Lord their God, and perhaps they will repent and turn unto thee. And it says, And so it was done according to the words of Nephi. So Nephi, like the Savior, asks if there's any other way, any other way to teach the Nephites to turn to the Lord. If there's another way that they can learn this lesson, which is critical to their salvation. And this time, Heavenly Father answers, Yeah, I'm okay with that. Not in those words in the scriptures. That's me paraphrasing. So likening these two stories to me, aren't I the same way? I'm on a trek for my salvation. I'm in the refiner's fire here on earth. And I think there's a reason that we call it the refiner's fire because it gets a little hot. It gets a lot hot sometimes. The trials that we go through, they can weigh us down. They can become super heavy. They can burn so high that we forget or we can no longer see what they're for. But Heavenly Father loves us. We're his children. If there was an easier or a faster way to refine us and get us home to him, 
I think that he would take it. I don't think he receives joy from seeing his children suffer. But he knows that it's necessary. This is all for us. It's all for me. So when it gets really hot in my refiner's fire, and I think I might see him smiling maybe just a little bit and maybe enjoying my pain, that's not really what it is. If he's smiling at all, it's because he can see that my impurities and my imperfections are being burned away. I can ask, just like the prophet Nephi did, and as the Savior did, for a change of fire. And sometimes, Heavenly Father can grant that, like he did for the Nephites, taking it from a war to a famine. The fire didn't go away, it was just a different one. But sometimes, as was the Savior's case with his atonement, this is the only way to bring about my salvation. Sometimes the fire just keeps going. But I think it's important to remember that in this refiner's fire, it's not constant. The refiner doesn't constantly keep the silver in the fire. He varies it. There's times of a little heat, times with long heat, times with short heat, times with heat so intense that we are absolutely certain we're going to crack irreparably. But those are interspersed with breaks as the refiner inspects the progress and decides what's best next for his precious little piece of silver. I think it's important for me to look for those times of relief, however temporary they might end up being, and bask in the love of the creator, of the refiner, as he inspects and readies this little piece of silver for the next bit of refining. I hope that I can remember what the fire's for. It's really hard to do that when it's super intense and really hot and it just seems to keep going and like there's no end in sight. But I believe that our loving Heavenly Father would make the path to salvation easier or faster for us if he could. But the truth is he can't. This is the only way for us to get there. He knows that these hard things that we have to do here will make us better and will make us stronger and make us more like him. I hope that I can have the faith to trust my loving Heavenly Father when the fire changes. And I hope that I can trust him when it doesn't, when it just keeps going seemingly without an end. But he tells us in the scriptures that all things wherewith you have been afflicted shall work together for your good and to my name's glory. For behold, this is my glory to bring to pass the immortality and eternal life of man. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish in the fire, but have everlasting life. Thanks for listening. Any quotes or scriptures or stories that I used are cited in the description. This is likened unto me, my personal scripture journey.